faith was weak sometimes, and his faith was tested. What was the giant, the biggest test ever that Abraham had with his faith? Does anybody remember that? What was the biggest test that he had? Well, God told him he was going to have a son, and he had to wait. How long did he have to wait to have a son? Yeah, 20 or 30 years, at least 25 years. And then when he had his son, about 12, 13, 14 years later, God came to him and said to do what with his son? Remember that? Remember? He had to sacrifice him. Did he end up sacrificing him? No. God provided a, 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 a ram for him to sacrifice. So, what was Abraham's son's name? The son that God had promised him, and he didn't come until 25 years later. What was his name? Do you remember it now? Isaac, that's right. How old was Abraham when Isaac was born? How old was Abraham when Isaac was born? Jeff? No? No? Uh, 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 Jasmine? No. Jasmine? A hundred! Whoa! know anybody that's lived to be a hundred years old? You do? You know, I don't know anybody a hundred years old. Not many. I mean, people do, but not many. And lots of, and his grandpa, but I'll bet your grandpa didn't have a baby. His wife didn't have a baby when she was, how old was Sarah when Isaac was born? She, she was Isaac's mom, and she had Isaac when she was, Amos? 89. That's, yes, kind of. 89? 90. She was 90 years old when she had... So people don't have babies when they're... Ladies don't have babies when they're 9 years old. So Isaac was a miracle baby, wasn't he? He was a miracle, <coughs> miracle baby. Isaac grew up... And when, as he grew up, he learned that there was one God. And that's the truth, right? There's only one God. But all the people that lived in the cities around where Isaac grew up, they didn't believe that there was only one God. They believed there was lots of different gods. And they had idols. They had an idol for this God and an image for that God. And they looked at the sun and they worshipped the sun. They, had, they worshipped all kinds of different gods. But Isaac, his parents, Abraham and Sarah, taught him there was only one God. And they loved God because God had created the world for them. God had promised them. Very, very, very important promises, and God cared for them and sent rain and took care of them. And, but, they, they, Isaac was taught that in order to fellowship with God, he had to do something. Nobody could just walk up to God and say something and say hello or anything like that because we we're all sinners. But you couldn't have fellowship with God if you did what? Does anybody remember that? Remember, Adam was taught this, and Cain and Abel did this. What do you have to do to be able to fellowship with God? That's right. You had to, you had to bring the blood of a sacrificed animal, and then God would accept your sacrifice, and you could fellowship with God. And Isaac learned that. Well, Isaac got to be about 40 years old, and he still did not have a wife. Now, why do you think Isaac didn't have a wife? 
Well, one, he believed that there was only one God, right? And all the people that lived around him in all the different cities, what did they do? Did they believe in the one God? No. No. So all the girls and all the ladies in all the cities around him, did they believe in one God? No, and if you if you don't believe if you don't believe if you believe there's all kinds of gods, if you're a heathen and a pagan, if you don't believe in God, should somebody that does believe in God marry somebody that doesn't believe in God? No, not even you. You're not ready to be married, but someday you're going to be old enough to get married. You shouldn't be interested at all in somebody that doesn't believe in God and doesn't live like they believe in God. Well, Isaac, no ladies, no girls, nobody was around that he could marry. And he was getting old. His dad was still alive. And his dad said to their, their chief servant, the most important man in their house, he said, I don't want Isaac to marry one of the women from around here. I want you to go back to my hometown and see if you can find there someone that will marry my son Isaac. And so the servant did. Now, in those days, they did things a little bit differently, but you can kind of understand. The servant took ten camels. You know how big a camel is? It's big. And he loaded up those ten camels with all kinds of riches and goods, things that he could give to the family that would let their daughter go and be, come back to be Isaac's wife. Ten. They were very, very rich. He just loaded them up with all kinds of stuff. And he and a bunch of servants of Abraham's, they went on a long, 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 long trip. Finally, they got to a town, and it was maybe close to the end of the day, and they were hot. And they were thirsty. Now, can you think how much a big camel would drink? It would, be, would it be like one jug of water? It would be a lot of water, wouldn't it? And how much would ten camels drink? It would be lots of kegs of water. And how about all the servants that were with, keeping track of all those? So, you got to remember that. The servant came to this town, and he thought, I think I'm close to the place where Abraham's relatives are, and so I need some help. How will I know? How will, how, will, how will there even be somebody who I've never seen before want to come back to be the wife of somebody they've never seen before? Well, Abraham, he assured his servant, said, God will be with you, and he will help you. And so the servant, he sat down to pray, and he prayed, and he asked God, he said, God, I don't want to pick the wrong girl. I need to find the right lady to be Isaac's wife. Will you help me? Will you make it so that the, the lady that I asked to give me some water will also just offer to water all of my camels? Now that would be a big thing, wouldn't it? Because what do they have to do to get the water? Remember? Go down in the well. Fill up their jug, come back up the well, right? Dump it out, and one camel will drink all that, and then go back down in the well, get more water, bring it. That would be a big job, wouldn't it? 
So that was that was kind of a that would almost be a miracle that a lady that would just offer to do that, wouldn't it? Well, the Bible says, as the servant finished praying, a woman came up from the well. She was already down in there, and she had water there, and he said to her, Would you give me some water to drink? What do you think she said? She said, Sure, I will. And I will also get water for your servants. <laughs> and what else do you think she said? I will get water for your camels. And he said, I want. His prayer was, he was thinking, his prayer was already answered. So then he said, what is your name? And what is your family's name? And, oh no, first he said, do you think, since you've been so kind, that you would have a spot for us all to stay tonight? Now that would be a big spot to stay, wouldn't it? Ten camels and all the servants and him. And she said, well, I'm sure that we could. Then he said, who, what is your name? What is your family's name? She said, "My, I am from the house. My father's name is Bethuel, and I'm, his father's name is is Nahor. And Abraham thought, Nahor, I'm sorry, the servant thought, Nahor, that is Abraham's brother. So God led the servant right to Abraham's family. Where did Abraham want his servants to go? His servant to go? Back to his family. And God led the servant back to his family, and he was rejoicing because God led him right to this, right to the exact person that he wanted. So he went to the home and he told the family his mission. And what do you think they said? What do you think she said? She said yes. Could you imagine? You guys are too young, like older girls. Could you imagine somebody just showing up and your family and you saying, yes, I'll go marry him. Never seen him before. That's, that's a little different, isn't it? Things were different back then, but they knew they were from the right family. They also knew that Abraham worshipped God, and they believed that God had set it all in place. Everything God worked out. And so, Rebecca was her name. She went back with the servant, and she married Isaac. Now, Isaac also knew, besides knowing who God was and knowing how to worship God, he knew that God promised Abraham that he would bless the world through his family. He knew that their family would become a great nation. So, if your family is going to become a great nation, what do you have to have? What did, Abraham, what did Abraham and Sarah have to have in order to be, in order to become a great nation with lots of people in it? What did they have to have? They had to have a kid, didn't they? So Isaac and Rebecca, they needed to have children too, didn't they? You know how long it was before they had children? Twenty years. They were married for twenty years and they didn't have any children. Finally, Rebecca was expecting. And it just didn't make 
sense to her what was going on. She prayed, and God told her, you're going to have two. Yes, she had twins. Yeah, do we have any twins here? We do, don't we? We have twins here. And Rebecca had twins. But God said to Rebecca, he said, listen, it's going to be different with your twins. Normally, the oldest child leads the family and tells the younger children what to do. But with these two, the younger one is going to lead the family. That's just, if God said that's what he wanted, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? So, that's what he said. And Rebecca remembered that. Well, they were born, and the first baby came out, and he was all hairy. A very hairy baby, and, they, and his hair was red, and so they called him Esau. And the second baby came out, and his name was Jacob. And Esau and Jacob brought lots of joy and happiness to their home, and they grew up. And they, what do you think they learned about? Did they learn there was? They learned there was one God, didn't they? And they learned how it was that they could come before God. And as they got to be older, Esau, which was Esau. He's a hairy one. Esau loved to hunt. And he just, he, he would just go out and he just loved to go through wherever it was and find animals. And he would hunt those animals and then he would, that's how he would get his food. Jacob, he wasn't so much a hunter. He worked around the tents. Well, what was work was there to do around the tents? Well, he took care of all the sheep and the goats and he did all that kind of work. Lots of hard work. They worked hard, but Esau, he just wanted to live for the day. And Jacob, he took care of all this stuff. And I'm sure Rebecca told Jacob someday, God told me that you are going to lead the family. You are going to get the birthright. And he might have said, well, what is the birthright? Rebecca said, well, the birthright, if you have the birthright, that means... That when your father dies, you will get twice as much of everything that he has as your brother. That was part of it. So that would be like money. And you will be the one that leads our family. And maybe she didn't really know this, but the Bible teaches us that the one that had the birthright would be the one that God promised. It's through them that the deliverer would come, the one that would that would defeat Satan someday. Remember way back in the Garden of Eden, the serpent? And God promised them that he would send somebody that would defeat the, the serpent? Well, that was part of the birthright. So Jacob must have thought, I'm going to have to figure out how to get that birthright. How do you get a birthright if you're not the oldest one? How's that going to work? Well, one day, Esau was out hunting. And he's hunting and up hills and down hills, and it was hot and all the over whatever all. But he didn't get anything that day. He came back and he was hungry. How many of you are hungry? I'm not hungry right now, but I've been hungry. And Esau was really, really hungry. And at that time, when he got back, Jacob had fixed, he'd been cooking a big pot of stew. 
And that stew smelled so good. And Esau was so hungry. And he said, Jacob, give me some of your stew. And Jacob thought, ah, now's my chance. What do you think he thought? You know? You know? What? For the birthright, he thought, I'm going to trade stew for the birthright. Now, is that an even trade? No. But Jacob said, okay, you really want some stew? Give me the birthright, and I'll let you have some of my stew. What do you think Esau said? He said, yeah. Was that a smart trade? No. That was a dumb trade. It was a really dumb trade. But Esau, all he lived for was today. He didn't care about the future. He, in fact, he said, who cares if I have a birthright if I starve to death today? All he cared about was himself. All he cared about was today. And so he said, you can have it. Give me some of that stew. And Jacob said, you promise? Is that a promise? And so... Esau got his stew, and Jacob had the birthright, and Esau just went and forgot about it. Well, many years later, many years later, <coughs> excuse me, their dad was getting old, and as he got old, he could not see. Yeah, he could not see. So, what was their dad's name? Isaac. So, Isaac was old, and he could not see, and since he could not see, he thought, I'm probably going to be dying here pretty soon, and since I'm probably going to die pretty soon, I need to pass the blessing on to, the, to my, my sons. And, of course, who did he think he needed to give the blessing to? The oldest one, Esau. So, Isaac said to Esau, I said, Esau, I want you to go fix me my favorite meal. Go kill a deer, make some venison for me, fix it just the way I like it, and bring it back, and when I finish eating it, I will bless you. Guess who heard him say that? Well, God heard him say that. Jesus, probably. But who was living there? Jacob did not hear it. So. Isaac said it, he said it to Esau, and Jacob didn't hear it. So who heard that? His mom. His mom, Rebecca. She heard it. And what had God told Rebecca many years before? That Jacob would be get the blessing, right? So Rebecca, she thought, ah, that's not supposed to happen. And right away, she started making a plan. She called Jacob and said, Jacob, listen, do exactly what I say. Your dad has told Esau to go get something and make his favorite meal. I want you to get two goats from the herd and kill them and bring them to me, and I will fix them just the way that your dad likes them. And then you will go and take that in, and you will be blessed by your father instead of Esau. Now, what was that? What was she, do what was she doing? Sinning. What kind of sin? What was she doing? She was tricking her own husband. Why would she do that? Well, but could God, is God big enough to take care of it? Not himself? God can't take care of it by himself? Yes, he can. So, but why, did, why would she, 
why would she sin? This is maybe too hard a question, but why would she sin? She wanted to do it her own way, didn't she? So let me just tell you why she sinned, because that's too hard a question. It's a really, really simple answer. She sinned because she's a sinner. She's a sinner. Yeah. Jacob thought, but how's this going to work? Because when, when a man would bless his son, he would stick his hands on him. And what did Jacob know? He says, I'm smooth-skinned. And Esau is hairy. If I try to do that, even if he can't see, I'm going to be found out. And Rebecca said, leave that to me. Just go do what I tell you. So Jacob went and did it, and his mom made a deal. And you know what they did? They took the fur from the goats, and they put it on Jacob's arms and on his neck. Now, Esau had to be awfully hairy for a goat fur to feel like Esau's skin, didn't he? But, the Bible says, Jacob came to the, to, the, to the door of the tent where his dad was, and Jacob said, Listen, my father, I have come. I've done exactly what you want to do. Eat and bless me. And Isaac said, Oh my, you're here so soon. And who, who is this? And Jacob said, It's me, Esau. He lied, didn't he? He did. Why did Jacob lie? He wanted a blessing. But you want to know something else? Jacob lied because he was a sinner. Jacob's mom was a sinner. Jacob was a sinner. Esau was a sinner. Isaac was a sinner. Right? They all were sinners. Jacob lied. He said, it's me, Esau. And Isaac said, you're back so soon. And Jacob said, the Lord blessed me and allowed me to catch him right away. What was that? That was a lie. He lied again. And so Esau said, come here close to me. He didn't. I'm sorry, Isaac said, come here close to me. He wasn't for sure. He said, the voice sounds like Jacob. And when he got closer, he felt, he brought the food, and he felt Jacob's arms, and what did he feel? The goat fur. He felt his head and his neck, and what did he feel? He said, well, it sounds like Jacob, but it feels like Esau. It must be. And so he ate the food, and when he finished eating, he said, okay, I'm finished. Come to me close. Kiss me. You know, kissing his father. And, and, and so Jacob went to him to kiss him. And one of the things that Rebecca had done is she got Esau's best clothes. And Jacob put on Esau's clothes. Now Esau's clothes smelled like he'd been out in the fields hunting. So Jacob, when, when Jacob got close to, Esau, to Isaac, Isaac... Smelled because he was still thinking, I just, this doesn't make sense. But he couldn't see, could he? He smelled and said, Well, 
it smells like Esau too. And so he put his hands on Jacob and he blessed him. He, he blessed Jacob and said, you're going to be the ruler of your family. You're going to lead your family. Your, your brothers will, will serve you all of your life. And so Isaac blessed Jacob. And Jacob, as soon as he finished, he got out of the tent as fast as he could. And it was a good thing because you know what happened? Right when he left, a man stood at the door and said, My father, Isaac, eat the venison that I've made for you. Yeah. And Isaac said, Who is this at the door? And who was it? It was Esau. It was the real Esau. And Esau said, It's me, Esau, your son, who you sent out to make your venison. And what did Isaac say? Who was it that was just here that fed me medicine and that I blessed? And Esau knew he said, that was my stinking brother. He stole my birthright from me and now he's stolen my blessing from me. I hate him. Don't you have some kind of blessing for me? And now what did Isaac know? Isaac knew, even though it didn't work out the way God wanted it to, that God wanted Jacob to get the blessing. But he said, well, come here, and I will try to bless you with what I can. And so he gave a blessing to Esau. He said, you're going to be strong. You're going to serve your brother. But when you get extra strong, you will break his bonds from off of you. And Isaac walked, Esau walked out of there, and he was so mad. When he, when he traded his birthright, he just acted like it didn't mean anything. But this time, it really meant something to him. In fact, he said, I'm going to kill him. If I kill him, then it won't matter that he has double. It'll all be mine. We're going to have to come back next week to see. Yes, it's already time to have our snack. I can't finish it. I can't. You gotta come back next week and see how. What does Esau kill Jacob or not? Oh,